Ahoy, welcome to a brand new episode of Baffled. It's your favourite fact podcast back one more time, back with the Baffled Boys. My name is Dan, Mark is also here. Hello. Uh, and the mind bender of the Baffled Boys, Connor, makes up the triumvirate. Hello, Con. How's it going? Yeah, very good. You're in chipper spirits to start us off. Listen, here's what we do every week. We bring you nine facts. We try and whittle them down to figure out whether they are worth sharing and telling your mates or whether they should be thrown in the bin of fact uselessness. This week I've got three for you. Uh, one about who doesn't love their mum. Also something about farting felonies and perfect pettiness. Connor, what's on your menu? Uh, we're going to talk about the Civil War, uh, raccoons and sports out of the universe. That was a... Uh, I'm going to start a sentence and see where it's going to finish. Mark has three other facts for us. What are they about? I do. I thought I'd play up to your stereotype of me, Dan. I've got three facts all about food. Lovely stuff. Stick around, it's a brand new episode of Baffled. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. I've been thinking a lot about you, Mark, through Jan. Well, I mean, thanks, I think. New year, new you. Are you getting bikini body ready starting in January? Is that all right to get ready for August? Mate, I've told you I am beach body ready. Unfortunately, my beach body is the body of a beached whale. But nonetheless, yeah. beach body ready. We really paint a picture of the mark that he actually isn't, isn't he? But I do enjoy it week on week. See, the best thing is, is that we could then pre- we could pretend that I go on a massive diet. And then if people ever actually saw me, they'd be like, oh, my God, you clearly have lost so much weight because I'm not actually fat. I'm, I'm, mm. I'm thinking of you. I've got uh, a six pack what? under here of Stella. Yeah. There we go. Yeah, right, there we go. go. <laughs> it's such a dad joke. <laughs> go on. Connor, is there anything you're trying to do? You know, we're, what, we're over a week into the new year now. This is our second episode of a brand new year. How are you, how are you getting on cracking through 2020? Yeah, good at 2022. Oh, right. We are 2022, aren't we? <laughs> the last two years. The last You've gone two back years in time a bit. melted That's down. Um, I've actually, yeah, good actually. I've um, I've set myself a little like sort of goal this year which is to read some more books um and i've started well so i'm happy great there is actually a brand new book out about um the post office scandal which i think might be up your street okay right <laughs> if, yeah, there we genuinely go. everyone's saying it's amazing so maybe you could read that yeah no i'm currently on the subtle art of not giving an f and i'm loving it oh, yeah that's absolutely your, your book isn't it yeah it really is. next you'll be reading the secret is the secret on your list this year uh, no captain underpants series that's there as well because i like the flip pages they're up there yeah, yeah. Okay, Tiger Who Came to Tea. Yeah, Tiger Who Came to Tea. Yeah, George of the Jungle. You know, all the best. And don't forget the sticker book he's got too. Yeah. Oh, I <laughs> love the sticker book. Elite. Don't really get them anymore. And it's a World Cup year as well, which means more Panini stickers for you. Connor, listen, you can start us off. What have you learned in your books? Um, so I learned that shoes 
um, with specific left and right shoes were not made until the Civil War. Um, so 1861. Before that, it was just a free-fall, really, with your shoes. Uh, put it on whatever foot you want, see how it feels. There was no left and no right shoe. What, the American Civil War? Yeah, yeah, the American Civil War in 1861. That is an uncomfortable life to live. Have you ever thought about how weird it is that you just know your left and your right? You just know it. This, I don't this, know, I know some people who don't know their left and their right. Yeah, I th- th- But that's even weirder, the fact that loads of people do know I it. I know people that still do that. But those people don't know it. I know people that still do yeah. that in front of them, and I'm like, you know, And seriously. for those listening in an audio quality, which is all of you, Connor is putting his fingers up to mimic an L. Cheers, Mark. Um, no, yeah, so... The one thing as well that kind of... Every gets... week we do this, Connor. Come yeah. on, podcast. Get your head out your arse. Yeah, sorry. The one thing that I, um, I I think about with this is, you know, this is like the 1800s. So I can imagine that the the kind of quality of shoe was pretty shit. I would say pretty uncomfortable, um, to say the least, even if it was for your right and left foot. The fact that it's just a kind of free form, what one fits where, oh, I can imagine it was blister central in the 1860s. Think of it like this, though. There were much, much few less people around back then. Not as many people, not as many people interested in shoes. It would be really easy for you to pick up, like, the new pair of Nike Yeezys and sell them on. You wouldn't have to stay up all night using bots to buy them online. Absolutely. You just go, look, I've got, I've got a kind of pair of Yeezys here, and it's, 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 it's one size for all, one fit for all. There's, there wouldn't be any queue outside Nike Town. No. Have you ever stayed up? Of an evening to buy a new pair of sneakers? Uh, me, yeah. No, yeah, I used to. Yeah, I used to make quite a lot of money on Yeezys. I used to get, I was quite involved in that. Um, great thing, you know, you're looking at like £500 when you walk straight out of Adidas with a pair in your hands. Well worth it. I just, there's something about that I don't like. Something, something a bit fishy about trading shoes. Well, how I look at it, right? There's idiots out there that are going to spend £500, £600 on a pair of trainers just because Kanye West names on them. I, somebody needs to buy them originally from Adidas. If it's me, great. If they want them, great. I'm just happy to make the money doing so. Mark, have you ever spent... What's the most amount of money you've ever spent on a shoe? Geox. Flash-up light ones on the heels, I reckon. £8.90. Yeah. Upgrade. Crocs. Yeah, Crocs, yeah. Yeah. Not a lot. Jelly shoes when you were in school. Like maybe 60 quid or something. I'm trying to think. I think I'm very into... Uh, there's a company called, I think, Tropic Feel that make adventure shoes. Suck. So shoes that you can run, walk, hike and swim in. Brilliant. And I've, I've spent a good amount. They don't have proper laces on them as well, so it's very Did handy. You wear- I spent good money. And I, I was, he, I was he massively left- suckered by an Instagram ad for those. That's the difference between you and me. You need shoes to do the activities you want to do. I don't need shoes just to sit on the sofa and gorge myself silly. Yeah, I was massively suckered in by an Instagram ad for those. And best money I've ever spent. I love them because they just make you feel. The thing about shoes, I think more than, more, more than almost any other item of clothing, they make you feel like a like the person you want to be. Like if you if you're buying the Nike Yeezys, you Adidas, whatever they're, you, you feel like you're in that. I have group. I have you? a I have a problem, kind of in my life where I will always go to buy a pair of shoes before most other things. So like right now, I need some new stuff. I need like some new jeans, some new chinos, just some new t-shirts, some new basic things for work. And the other day I spent £90 on a pair of trainers. It's ridiculous. I just instantly go to trainers. I instantly look at trainers and buy trainers. It's silly, really, when really I actually need other stuff. Are they nice trainers? They're really nice trainers, yeah. But that's not the most I've spent on trainers. The most I've ever spent on a pair of actual shoes was 300 That's too much. £300? £300, mm, yeah. What, what were, were they? they? They were a pair Why? of, of Loke loafers. Um, it was during a day where I was working in London and I was a bit of a sea boy and I thought I was cool and I wore them like twice. Idiot. Where are they now? Just, wear, just under my bed, just 
not used. Uh, when I see someone, I think I judge, but more than any other item of their clothing, I judge them by their shoes. And I don't always wear great shoes. I usually wear Nike SBs. But I really, ju- like, if someone's wearing a really dapper pair of brogues or something, I'm like, huh, this guy's got something about him. I'm going to like this guy. Mm. So I, I appreciate spending, spending cash on a shoe. Right, I'm going to take it away with my first fact of the show. Uh, Kim Jong-un, he has pretty much banned Mother's Day in North Korea. There is almost no Mother's Day in North Korea since 2017 because he was jealous that people were appreciating their mums more than they were appreciating him and the Jong-un family. Wow, what an idiot. That's North Korea so, for you. It is still a... Um, in 1961, it, it's an interesting thing. It's, it's, it's almost like in 2012, it was introduced as a public holiday. November the 16th but it's almost not to celebrate mums it's to celebrate a speech that another North Korean leader Kim Il-sung made back in 1961 the speech was called the duty of mothers in the education of children snappy so they kind of celebrate the fact that this speech was made rather than the actual mums and I think some people do still flaunt the rules a little bit and kind of say oh thanks mum maybe do the housework or something or give uh, them flowers but it's it's really not a big thing because Kim Jong-un was a bit jealous that everyone else was loving mums more than him it's a bit of a kind of uh, dodgy way of, of cutting that day out isn't it kind of making it about you I can't imagine that went down too well, well. Only went down went well. Down. that's, that's yeah. the only way it could have gone down as well it went it's down the only very, acceptable very well. way. Is that an impression? No, <laughs> that was just a weird voice. <laughs> you are uh, in everything but ethnicity and hair. You do look a bit like Kim Jong Un. Thanks. <laughs> wow, there we go. We've we're what tw- ten minutes into the episode. Mark's been called fat again and told he looks like Kim Jong-un. Mark, I'm sorry that you go through this week on week. I really am. I mean, your insecurities must plummet the minute you finish this recording. Just go and cry for a couple of hours. You know, the norm. Mm. Um... Um, M- M- Mother's Day is is that a, is it a worldwide thing? Mother's Day. I've always thought that Mother's and Father's Day is that something that every country I imagine does. Most Westernized um, countries will have a form of Mother's Day. I think I think Mother's Day mm. is comes from Mothering Sunday, which is a Christian yeah. thing. My mother's big into her religion, and she won't call it Mother's Day. She'll only call it Mothering Sunday. Yeah, my grandma used to be like that. So whenever my dad used to have to get her a card, uh, it always if it didn't say Happy Mothering Sunday. Then she'd be like, nope, it's not correct. Take it back. I think there needs to be a day for sons. I've always thought that. Well, you get every day. That's the point. No, but yeah, but it don't. Well, Mother's Day was just invented by the gift card companies, wasn't it? Oi. Invented by Allmark, wasn't it? Oi. <laughs> uh, any any questions know. about North Korea? I thought it was a pretty good fact to start us off. Yeah, I thought it was a good fact too. I've, I've North Korea frightens the life out of me, to be honest with you, but I would love to go there at the same time. You can slightly step there, can't you? If you if you kind of find the path through the DMZ, you kind of take official tours, I think. Are you allowed to go to North Korea? This is what I just said. No, but uh, are you, you, you are, are you not then? Are you not you, allowed to fly there? You can't fly there, no. You can't fly to, like, I don't think you can fly to, like, Pyongyang? Is that North or South Korea? Uh, you can't, I don't think you can fly there. You have to fly to South Korea, and as I say, they take, like, authorised tours over the DMZ there. I don't why know too much about it, to be honest. Why aren't you allowed in North Korea? What's the reasoning for not being allowed in there? Because well, they're a, a, a dictatorship and they don't want you there. Hmm. 
I, I can imagine I that if I, if I can imagine that if I, as Connor Knight, stepped into North Korea, it'd probably be a bad situation, wouldn't it? Yeah, you can I indeed. Know, I think you'd get a lot of news coverage. Yeah. I'd love to see you there. Just to see you there wandering about. Oi, Kim, what's this about then? <laughs> Why can't I say hello to my mum then? What's that about? Oi, Kim, where's the nearest Nando's, eh? Want to get me some peri-peri in this hole? Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> what different McDonald's dishes do you do here? <laughs> That'll be it, won't it? Yeah, I'll be finished. You know what? Every, everyone says this place is, is awful. They say this guy's awful, but they do a McRibby. You can't get one in the UK for loving the money. How many... Um, how, it, 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 does North Korea have, like... I'm really intrigued by this now. Does North Korea have, like, a normal way of life? Like, is there, like, you know, a city and people work and live and they've got family, children? Like, is it like that? What do you or? mean, is there a city? What, what else are you imagining it to be? No, as in when I say city, Just something barren like barren land and people living in shacks. Farming, no, like, that's all they ever do. Has it kind of got that city life, like kind of actual normality as such, or is it not really like that? Well, well what's, what's normal it, to you isn't normal to North Koreans. Oh, for God's sake, stop yeah. being bloody awkward and answer the question. I mean, that's really all you can do. They, they Mark, live in a completely Ma- different Mark's way. Here, Mark's here, breaking it down to the point of like, I'm stuck, I just want to know the answer. I'm like, Mark, please, is it normal out there like us? I'm just trying to make you understand what it's like to be inquisitive, Connor. You have to ask questions. You've got to find things out rather than just... Yeah, that's interesting, yeah. I'm sure I don't know too much about it. There will be plenty of documentaries that can explain it better than I do, but pretty much every aspect of a North Korean's life is dictated to and what they should do by their leader, Kim Jong-un. And can you not leave? You can't leave there. I think you can. I don't think they make it easy for you. Wow. They've got state-controlled television, so which... <sighs> you know, gives a version of the news that they want you to see. It's actually interesting and a little bit mind-blowing. On YouTube, you can find some of that state television. You can find newsreaders talking about things that have happened and they, like, break down in tears over, like, very bizarre things because they feel under a lot of pressure to do so. It's, it's, quite, it's quite harrowing at times. Mark, give us your first fact of the show. In 1907, an ad campaign for cornflakes offered a free sample of cereal to any customer who'd wink at their grocer. Okay, <laughs> okay right. <laughs> I mean, it could end badly, couldn't it? So we're going back to the start of the 1900s, and basically there was huge competition in the cereal companies. And Kellogg's decided, hey, let's put in a marketing ploy here where... They put loads of advertising out and basically started this campaign that said, wink at your grocer to see what you get. Very much not a line you could use in 2021 uh, because the answer would be a slap. Uh, But instead, what you got was a free sample of cornflakes. And it meant that their sales went through the roof. And suddenly Kellogg's became incredibly profitable. And that Mm. is why Kellogg's is still around today. I quite enjoy that as a way of... I think we need this in 2022. I enjoy it as a way of promoting people more nice to each other. Everyone's always at each other's throats. We're very mistrustful at the moment. Yes, I agree. It's being nice does someone and then have COVID, winking they... at your grocer. It's like, hey. I think, no, but Imagine so if she was a Saturday girl as well. Come on, imagine she was a Saturday girl. She's like 15. I mean, you're arrested. You're, you're, all you're doing is Saturday girl. What, like Molly, Rochelle, one of those? <laughs> That's a joke about the girl group, the Saturdays, for anyone who's no, not actually with wasn't, us there. Well, I feel like Mark <laughs> contributes so much that people, it just gets pushed aside. I mean, these are wonderful <laughs> jokes. Just week in, week out. Yeah. Just reeling them off, you know? What, um, what date was this, sorry? What year? 
1907. All right. So you got to think people were very nice to each other back then. Maybe not then. If this was in like 50s America, 40s, 50s America, everyone would wink at was, everyone. Was there How Saturday? Are you doing, darling? Do you reckon there was uh, Saturday girls in the 1900s? No, I don't think they formed until the 2000s, mate. That's another say, joke about the, the Saturdays. Right, brilliant. I have to say, I think um, uh, cereal companies... Just, just, just kind of like spread happiness. I remember when they used to have toys in the cereal. I f- loved that, but it was also very unhygienic and very much something that would have stopped in COVID if it was still around. Because I would just plunge my hand into the cornflakes trying to find the toy. Disgusting. Do you remember when they would release demo discs in the cereals? Mm. So you get like a PS One version of Rayman or something. It was a really awful version of it. I always used to love that yeah, on this tiny little disc. Yeah, life was just so much better, wasn't it back then? Now look at us. In- Interesting that cornflakes tried to promote winking because I think, as we have learned on this show, they started as a remedy to wanking, didn't they? Do you remember this? Mm, no. Well, Kellogg. Yeah, Kellogg started. I think cornflakes as a remedy to wanking. I think we've learned that on this show. If not, it, I'm saving that as a fact for next time. Uh, right. Yes, we have. We have spoken about this before. Yeah. So yeah, Kellogg's basically launched originally not as like a let's sell as much cereal as we can. It was a remedy to this or a remedy to that or a health benefit for this. And then they kind of became mass. Sorry, so because you're telling was, me that he, Kellogg's used to say, eat some Kellogg's and have a wank, and it was good for you? No, no, no. They say, don't oh. to not wank, because I think they were very religious. Something like that. They might have been Quakers. They were very, very religious people. And the guy who started it off made these things to stop what he believed to be the sinful nature of humanity. I might have riffed a bit on that, but there is definitely something about wanking in there. Connor, give us your second fact of the show. Um, So sports have actually been played on the moon. Um, It was in 1971. Alan Shepard and Edgar Mitchell made history when they became the first people to play sports on the moon. There's so much that we spoke about with the moon, haven't we? We spoke about people weeing on the moon. We spoke about flags on the moon. We spoke about poo bags on the moon. I believe we did speak Mm -hmm. about that. Um, with Ty Verdes. Um, but the Apollo 14 astronauts participated in what Mitchell later jokingly described as the first Lunar Olympics. Shepard, he hit a golf ball while Mitchell threw a makeshift javelin. It was actually a staff they'd used in one of their scientific experiments. Hilarious. And also, you know where my mind's at. Where did the golf ball land? Where did the, uh, the, 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 the other thing land? Did it just float? Because it's... That's it. it was got, that's the best golf shot I'll ever have hit. Ever yeah, have literally. Hit. Yeah, it's like not stopped. It's done miles and miles and miles and miles. It's the longest golf shot of all time. Um, but yeah, I think so I'm they, right in they, saying that. Didn't he smuggle the golf club onto the spaceship? Like no one yeah, knew yeah. he was taking it up there and he just smuggled it on. Absolutely. I'm worried about that. Yeah, so what? am I. The things you yeah, can actually can smuggle. You, yeah, yeah. How can you smuggle something... Onto a rocket. Up your ass. Mm, I don't know what you do with your spare time. Probably. Probably seven irons probably not going to fit there. No, At least not, not no, all of no. them. Yeah, you'd be, you'd be walking around very stiltedly, wouldn't you? But uh, no, if I, you could do anything on the moon, what would it be? Me, me or Connor? Connor, why not? Um, I think if I could do anything on the moon, it would probably be drink a pint. Just to say yeah. that you've had... Yeah, so you've had a pint on, pint on the moon. Brilliant. I mean, so good. You know, take one of those little but, kind of um, them, yeah. them, them home pint things where they pour their self, one of those, smuggle that on. If you can smuggle a golf club, you can smuggle that on. Get to the top, crack yourself an Amstel, bish, bash, bosh, have to be a top. So I'd have to take some Schweppes lemonade cans with me as well. Boom. So I see I see two immediate problems. I'm I reckon if you're, taking, if, it, if, if you're taking something fizzy... 
even if you're going to fizz it up while it's there, I imagine that's not going to withstand the pressure too well. Change in air pressure, it might explode in the rocket. Also, if you're on the moon, how are you going to drink it? Because you can't lift your visor because then you'll die. Have you not seen Wallace and Gromit? Well, okay, two things. Mm. Two things. I'll swap the beer for a cocktail, something weak, something still. Um, and as for drinking it, don't worry about that. We'll be all right. Quick one. Quick, you know. You can make yeah. a straw system where perhaps you put it in your boot and then you've got a straw all the way up to your Manhattan. What cocktail would it be? Uh, oh, what cocktail would it be? Do like a Negroni. Um, maybe, may, oh, probably an old fashioned, if I'm honest with you. Good. Mark, what about you? What would you love to do on the moon? Here we go. Here um, we go. Take know. me armchair. Oh, yeah, that'd be great. Get an armchair, sit on an armchair, just sit there, contemplating life. What would you do, Mark? Go on. Nice I don't know, probably some spreadsheets or something. Bit of admin. <laughs> I mean, yeah. well, just when you think admin can't get excited enough, sat in an armchair on the moon. Yes, please. I've just got a picture of Mark in his astronaut outfit with a set of Disney f***ing Mickey Mouse ears on his head, just spreadsheeting like this yeah, is the life. Absolutely, got Madonna Duck slippers on. Yeah, he's just like this is this is the like this is everything and more. I'm on my own. I'm at peace. Nobody's around. I haven't got Connor texting me every single day. We're good. Oh, be dreamy. Be absolutely dreamy. Fact two of the show for me. A few years ago, a 12-year-old student was arrested in Florida. Arrested in Florida because he was farting all the time to disrupt school. Farting. Fine. Is that a criminal oh. offence? Do you know what he, he was also goes, accused like, of shutting off the computers? He was being very disruptive. He switched off computers. Uh, but the this was in Martin County. The sheriff's officer's report. The sheriff off the sheriff's office report notes that they arrested him because he continually disrupted his classroom by breaking wind all the time. Do you know what he goes down as? A bloody legend. A legend, yeah. Legend, didn't he? Yeah. Can you imagine, just imagine when you get to the age of like forming a boy group where you go down a pub and that and you're all trying to get to know each other and you sit there and you're like, yeah, I got arrested for farting. Uh, just uh, instantly. Yeah, he's never he's never buying a beer again, isn't he? He's I mean, sorted oh, for life. Oh, oh. You, also, you, know, you know, when you go into like groups for the first time and they're like, oh, tell us something interesting about you. He's never going to have to think, is he? Just instantly. No. Got arrested for farting. Well, Joe, Dan, Dan, if you if you if you think of Mark as a person and he was to be arrested for something as a young Mark heads, what do you think that thing would be that he would get arrested for? Uh, young, uh, like being the, like being the snitch. <laughs> being the snitch, I reckon. You don't get arrested for that. You get praised for that. Thank you very much. Like he is, oh. he would have been, he would have been that kid. I think now, Dan, I think Dan would get arrested for just being like worryingly strange with things. They'd be like, "This is random weird kid that's wandering around doing weird things, looking at strange things," and we just don't know what's wrong with him. We just need to make sure he's all okay. That's why he'd get arrested. I. They shouldn't have arrested this kid. They should have. Like, brought him in as a medical marvel. Like, this guy can fart almost on command. Do you know what they should have done? They should have broke down his daily intake of fibre, asked him if he's got some IBS problems, and actually tried to treat the young lad, let alone arrest him for his fart problems. We've all been there. Did you hear about that social media influencer who's been doing the rounds yes. over the last week? And she, uh, she would sell her farts, 38 grand of them every week. 
She was farting into 50 jars a week and she went to hospital. She had chest pains and she thought she was having a heart attack or something. And it turned out it was just because she pretty much lived off a diet of protein shakes and bowls of bean soup. <laughs> fart, Too fart, fart. You got hustle, you got hustle, hun. Maybe that's the first baffled merchandise range. Connor's IBS farts in a jar. Oh, there you go. There's more things for you to organise and never send out. Hey, I ain't getting anywhere near involved in those. Mark, give us your second fact of the show. Finland loves a sauna. In fact, it has one sauna for every three people. You can even sauna in a Burger King. That's right. A Burger King in Helsinki has a sauna. I'm here for it. I'm here one for it. One of my favourite discoveries of this show has been random fast food restaurants we had the mcski didn't we where you it was a ski through i love all of this stuff mm, we had the old um we had the old sh- oh no that was yeah that wasn't fast food that was a shell petrol station um what um what um yeah i don't know why that come to my mind it was the old shell petrol station in america that we spoke about a long old time ago do you remember you're right mate i thought it was a mcdonald's <laughs> Um, this is kind of like, you know, work. when you spend a lot of time with your grandparents over Christmas and they just make a lot of noise, you just kind of zone it out. That's what's happening right now. I think um, I think I quite like this for the simple reason of it, it sounds like it's a really good thing for your mental health. I mean, go and actually chill out and, and do something at a time where you need it and it's on hand for you, right? I feel like you would love this. So let me explain it to you. So it's a 15 person sauna room, which has got the spa, the spa so it's got the sauna. Mm. Uh, it's got a washroom, a dressing room, a toilet and 48-inch TV with surround sound system and a PlayStation 4. Okay, so what is better than a double Whopper, large fries, mayo, Pepsi Max cherry, in your sauna? God, bliss. Soggy chips, Many things. Soggy chips, though. This is what I don't like. This is what I don't like about it. I... I don't like them eating the food in the sauna. I think the smell's going to stay. I think it's going to make them soggy. I think the meat would make them sweat. Why? Why do, why do people yeah, need to be in saunas all the time? Sweats. Saunas aren't... Saunas are quite uncomfortable. Like, they're too dry. Why Mark's do people like, want to watch, Mark's watch like, telly in a sauna? It brings a new meaning to meat sweats. Not only do you sweat, the meat sweats with you. It's true. And it's just like, I mean, so so saunas are a huge thing in Finland. So one in every, there is one sauna for every three people in Finland. That's how many saunas there are. So they love a sauna. But my point is, I feel like a Burger King and a sauna is not a mix that's ever needed. Mm, I feel like the last thing I would need as well after a double whopper and the fact I've got irritable bowel movements is a sauna. It all just feels very uncomfortable to me. Yeah. I mean, you don't have to eat and sauna at the same time. You can apparently eat upstairs first and then go downstairs to the sauna. But they will regularly come round the sauna and just say, do you want any food? Do you want any drink? So you can be sat there with your, with your Whopper, your chips and your Coke. Mm. At least it stays hot. Also, Connor. Connor. Mm. Cherry Pepsi. What's that about? Oh, sometimes, I only ever do it at a drive through or fast food, but a Cherry Pepsi Max is like the most sugar drink I've ever had. And once in a blue moon, I have it, usually with the Burger King or KFC. Naughty. Welcome to Paranormal Activity with me, Yvette Fielding, a brand new podcast bringing together people's real ghost, extraterrestrial and paranormal stories, as well as getting some inside details from those who study the supernatural. Our 
I'll be listening through your paranormal stories every week and try to understand them, as well as chatting about my own encounters with an occasional paranormal investigator too. You can find us wherever you get your podcasts from, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify and Acast. Just search for Paranormal Activity with Yvette Fielding. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. If you want to get in touch with the show, by the way, perhaps if you own a sauna and you want a street fast food, if you want to explain why saunas are so popular, what the joy is in a sauna, anything about a sauna or non-sauna stuff, it's info at baffledpod.com. We are at baffledpod on Instagram and on the TikTok as well. Uh, our New Year's resolution is to do much better on that. Uh, anyone got in touch, Mark? Uh, yeah, got an email from Kelly this week. She says, huge fan, random fact lover and long time listener. She went, I don't know if you've ever heard of a website called Mental Floss, but it's got some amazing random facts about various topics. I thought I'd help you out. As Connor said, he's scraping the bottom of the barrel after two years of the podcast. Love the show, by the way. I'm a listener from Oklahoma. So there you go, Connor. You've got people who are willing to help you out because you can't be bothered to do your own research. No, no, you're not outsourcing it. You're not outsourcing it. You are not. Yeah, Mark. Your one role here is to get facts, which you barely do, but we kind of give you a break because occasionally you'll say something funny because you're from Essex, but we are Mm. not... I'm not, you are not, thank you for the email, Kelly. Mark, you are not outsourcing your facts. Mark, any chance you can just drop Kelly's email into the WhatsApp chat? I just want to, you know, just check what her favourite episodes are and stuff, you know? Kelly! I'm due to GDPR, I am not allowed to do that. Okay. Kelly, be very wary. If you get any, if, if he slides into your DMs, if you get anything like that, the, the facts are only leading one way in this man's mind. So please, please be wary. Info at bafflepod.com. Connor, what's your last fact of the show? So I had an eye test yesterday because um, I'm having a little bit of problem with like my long distance sighting a little bit as I've got older. Is this and the fact? So you just there you go. Thank you for that, Mark. What's your last fact of the show? <laughs> and uh, having found this fact, I realised it probably would have been easier being a raccoon because raccoons can see with their hands. They can see with their paws. <laughs> what a brilliant, like, 
What a, what a walk down the garden path that was for that fact. Yeah, you that see, went what, all over the place. Yeah, I made a few notes. I thought, what's my introduction? See, that's me trying to give more effort in 2022. Uh, yeah, raccoons have four times more sensory cells in their paws than most other mammals. Uh, that allows them to, yeah, pretty much see, see. Mark, I'm doing this. I don't know how you're going to explain that. For those listening, he's doing the inverted commas with his finger. There we go. See with their hands and get images of the object they touch without even looking at them. It's interesting so that they can got get really images. Good touch. Pretty much, yeah, but the, the, the sensory system is so good in their pores that they pretty much are getting the same sense of seeing without actually seeing. It's all science, but apparently it's pretty f***ing cool. Yeah. <laughs> so if you're new to the show, when Connor can't be asked to explain, he goes, ah, it's all science, it's fine. Well, that's pretty much what scientists do, isn't it? Oh, I found a discovery. There's this really, really cool thing. It's science. But, yes. And you don't really think that raccoons have the greatest minds. So the fact that they've evolved to sense things and get pictures using their hands is pretty incredible. Met a raccoon when I was in Austin. Met. Define met. Oh, saw a raccoon. (laughs) Didn't (laughs) shake his hand. Yeah, saw and met are two very different things. Yeah, um, it was kind of like I was outside having a swift IPA one afternoon. It was kind of like this black thing behind the tree trunk. There was a tree trunk very close to the fence, and kind of in between that was a raccoon. Very, very cute as babies, I have to say, but vicious as shit. And my uh, my cousin's husband was like, "Just, just don't go near it. Just don't even attempt to walk near that thing because it will kill you." Is that because you said, I'm going to go and introduce myself to that, that raccoon? It's really important. Yeah. yeah. You are my, na- you are, my name's Connor. I've got a podcast called Baffled. Right. Last fact of the show for me. This is one. I think, I think, I think you like this guy's chops. This guy's what? In 2013. I, th- I think you'd like this man's chops. In 2013, a man named Alan Markovitz bought a house next door to his ex-wife simply so he could erect a statue of a massive middle finger that she would have to see every day. Okay, I'm confused. that. Chops. Mouth. Now, mate, it's a phrase. It's a phrase. Oh, sorry. I I liked your game. I like your... You like this guy's chops. You like this guy's act. I thought you meant chops is in mouth. No, f*** me. I was like, what's his mouth got to do with a statue? But okay. Any more, right, this man... Paid $7,000 for a statue of a big middle finger. I'm looking at a picture of it. It's absolutely incredible. Big middle finger looking through his wife's kitchen, I would imagine, the whole time. Uh, the man, he is a, a strip club, a, a strip joint owner from Michigan in the States. The statue was 12 foot tall, made out of bronze. He told a local paper, I'm so over him. I'm, I'm so over her. This is about him. This is about him being a ma- not being a man. So he said it was it wasn't about the woman. It was about the man that she married. He didn't like her enough. He erected a big wooden a big middle finger statue. It's his brilliant. autobiography his autobiography was called uh, Topless Profit: The Story of America's Most Successful Gentleman's Club Entrepreneur. I have learned just those two things about this man, and I immediately know every single facet of his character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a bit of a fan as much as I'm not a fan. I love his balls. I love his chops. But um, I don't, I don't, I don't really think it's a good thing to do. Maybe arrested? Can he get arrested for that? Public swearing? Maybe I don't know. 
I don't know, it's on your land. It's not hate speech. Yeah, but, Probably you know, get done by the planning council. Oh, planning okay. council, yeah. Can you imagine? Let's move on. <laughs> That's something else you don't like, Connor. Yeah. So if you're new, Connor has like very baffling hatreds of really odd parts of government. He once went on like a really long rant about the mayor of London for almost no reason. And oh, the bloody planning council. Oh. Doing my head in again when I'm home living with my mum and dad. Those planning councils for me ensuite bathroom, Christ. Mark, give us your last fact of the show. Let's wrap this up. Ben and Jerry originally wanted to start a bagel company, but they ended up in ice cream because it was cheaper and they couldn't afford a bagel machine. And low at the world. I love Ben and Jerry's. I think I think the ice cream's fine. It's good ice cream, but it's it's, it's over, I never buy it because it's overpriced, and I don't really it's want to spend th- more than three pounds on ice cream. But I love, over- I love kind of their ethos. It's one of those it's things I only ever buy if it's on offer. No. Yeah, three pounds for a tub is fine. Fine with that. Best one's fish food. Fish food's great. Fish so food's great. Um, Cookie which was a suggestion by one of their, um, I was about to say listeners, one of their eaters, consumers, rather than their own invention. It's not now the it's biggest the leap popular. ever, is it? No, it's the most popular worldwide. Mm. It's not the biggest leap, cookie dough ice cream. No, it's, it, it's not reinventing the wheel, is it? I'm going to, might go and get myself one of those like 40 calorie ice creams, you know, today. Are they just really small? No, they're big tins, but they, 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 they taste of almost nothing and they're 40 calories and it still gives you the satisfaction. Are sounds we done? Like, sounds like a good bit of tofu. Yeah. <laughs> I thought of you the other day. I saw someone eating uh, just raw tofu the other day. Dry. Oh, f- wrong I stand by people. my original comment from years ago that there's a special place in hell for people like that. <laughs> right, are we, are we rambling about food. Are we done? Yeah. Yeah, unless you want any more info on Ben and Jerry. We're done. No, it's fine. I, I got it. I got it there. Perfectly summed up. Great. Um, although I, not not quite as beautifully described as when we went with Connor to Anitis the other day to talk about a raccoon. That is it for this week's episode of Baffled. Thank you so much for listening, for being with us for a brand new year. Uh, what have we learned? A bit of busy one. We've learned that Kim Jong Un hates your mum. Uh, also, you can get arrested for farting, and there is nothing more disgusting than seeing a whopper in a sauna. We will see you on Friday. It's a brand new Connor Explains. Until then, it's info at baffledpod.com for your emails, at baffledpod on the socials. Say goodbye, Mark. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Connor. See you later. And I'll see you soon. Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs> 